Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Subpar Gamers Podcast. I'm your host, Hayes Def. I'm Ty Jinx. Welcome back. Why did it take you so long to fucking say that, man? It didn't. It's Discord's being dumb. Well, this is our last episode of this season. Wow. Already 10 episodes? That's fucking... That's insane. You sound ready to go, piped up full of energy. Yeah, I, I got my dick sucked. <laughs> it was by me. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, my, by my BBG, big baby girl, Tyler. Oh my god. That devious roadhead. So how... <laughs> <laughs> he does give some devious roadhead. Of course, of course. So how, how has your week been since the last podcast? Pretty uneventful, honestly. I really haven't... You know what, Sam? What? Sam. Yeah. Yeah, I've just been doing more of the same old, just bowling. Oh, I got it. There is this bowling app that (laughs) that me and a friend downloaded, and we were bowling while bowling on the app. And have you ever, have you played 8-Ball Pool? Uh... Yeah, yeah. I, oh my iPhone with my with friends on my yeah. Yeah, it feels like it's made by the exact same developers. It's the same progression of like, you can pay to win, or you can also go like room to room, betting more and more coins. But it's fun-ish. It's very frustrating. I feel like I know what I feel like I know what app you're talking about because I think you played it before, like a very long time ago. No, this is the first time I played this. Because there was like a bowling game. I forgot. It was like really, really. I don't know if it was you though, but it's a bowling game. And like you had. There's like these like cool skins for the balls and shit. I, I remember seeing it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It probably wasn't me. Because I don't remember that exactly. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember it either that much, honestly. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Bowling games are just really tough to make. It's. It seems like bad. There's just no way to make it fun, except for Wii Sports. Wii Sports was so good. <laughs> Wii Sports is still one of the best games I think I've ever played in my life, but I don't know if it's good from the nostalgia factor or it's like actually good. But that well, it's it's not it's not like a game you play nowadays. It's more like a sports simulator. <laughs> I don't know. It still hits. Like you actually, like I used like, I wouldn't consider it a game because I used to sweat like literally, dripping off my face playing that game sometimes. We Fit was worse than that. We Fit sucked. We Sports Resorts. Now that that's where it took a turn for the like the that, that was like one of the best games ever. That should have like twenty games in one. Sword fighting was my favorite. Ew. That's, like, my least favorite one besides, like, wakeboarding. Really? Wakeboarding? <laughs> that, that that one sucked. Yeah. 100 pin bowling, hands down, one of the best inventions of all time. Literally could not be beat. That should be, like, a thing now. 100 pin bowling IRL. I feel like the pin setter would have to be so big and expensive... 
it cost fifty thousand yeah, dollars. We need to do the Mr. Beast video. Me and my friends went a hundred pinballing in real life. It cost fifty thousand dollars to run this machine for one minute. What <laughs> <laughs> fifty thousand for each fucking time the pins have to get reset? Yeah, bowling's expensive enough with ten pins. <laughs> It would be cool. Not when we go. It's a dollar when we go. Yeah, but it's... That's a very big exception. I don't really know <laughs> of any other place that does that. For good reason. It's kind of why they're like half out of business at this point. Um... Well, so... You've been doing nothing. I've, I've been doing the same shit. Growing my beard out. And I kind of have you know fuzz it's like getting darker I want to shave it so bad then why are you growing it, it out it's not my choice Tyler I feel like it is my face my choice it's my, it's, it's my significant other's choice oh my gosh so see once you get a girlfriend Tyler you, your facial hair that's that's beyond your control I, I don't think that's... <laughs> that's not how it should work. That's how it works, sadly. I'll get... I'll get... I'll get brutally beat... If I shave it. I, I feel like... I'm since joking. it's I... Since it's your <laughs> face... And your body, you should be able to do with it what you want. That's what I'm saying. But apparently it makes me look hot. So I can't. Or I won't get any. Apparently. Do you think the same should apply back? Yeah, I was like, bitch, you better grow out your fucking leg hair. Or something. Braid her leg hair. <laughs> yes. Do that fucking make it swirly. Oh my god. Could probably do that with my leg hair. Do you ever do, do, you do can, that in dude, the shower? No, but I'm just imagining you doing it with your fucking chest hair. Oh my god. I can. That <laughs> I can do it with my belly oh hair. Oh my god. Belly hair. My belly. In my belly. <laughs> oh my god. This is gonna be the stupidest episode I think we've ever done. Okay. See so, so you agree that since it's your body, it's your choice. Abortion. <laughs> are we? Are, are we <laughs> um. Oh wow, we're getting into that yep, already. Abortion. Um, honestly, you know what? I, I I fully agree with that. But there's like I have a catch to it, kind of. If you get an abortion, right? You can get. I don't. I don't even know where I was going with that. Yeah. As long as, like, the father or what, like, I, I agree for abortions if you're, like, a victim of rape or something. I don't fully agree with them, though, if it's, like, you know, some teenager knocking up another, you know, girl. And the girl's like, oh my god, you stepped me. But if I was in that situation, I would, I would... I would want to get an abortion, so, like, I guess it really... Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. 
You can get an abortion. Yep. Yeah. It's not my baby, so I don't really care. Personally, in my personal opinion, I do not agree with it. But like, like for like, I wouldn't want my girlfriend to get get an abortion unless she has to. Like, unless we're young and we can't, you know, we'll get in deep shit if we have a baby. Then, then, yeah. But if, but if like you know, I fucking come. Or whatever. And she gets pregnant. Well, that's on me. I, we're not getting an abortion. But if like, there's something physically wrong with the baby, yeah. I, I'm close to that sort of sentiment. So I believe ultimately, after the the baby has left my balls, <laughs> uh. <laughs> If I didn't do sufficient enough to protect against that, then it is her choice whether she wants to get it or not. But I think it's, you know, morally fine and ethical to get it under extreme circumstances like that. Like, having 18 pregnancy is arguably worse Hard. than just killing the child. <laughs> like... That child is not going yeah, to have a very poor. good life. Yeah, it'll be malnourished, fucking homeless. Barely, you know, be able to have a child, like a life. Yeah. And killing a baby in the womb. I I don't know, man. Well, no, I don't, I don't listen, think it's that morally with the hardcore Republicans, like, you know... I don't give a shit what they think. As long as, like, they're... They don't try to put their beliefs on, the, like, on the mine. I don't give a shit. You know, you can you can choose not to have your... Fetus that cannot yet feel because it doesn't even have... The full brain capacity to even have a sense of touch, taste, or smell. Um... If you want that thing alive, you you go for it. But don't don't get mad at me if I want to chop its head off. Yeah, it's not it's, it's not as if we're waiting for it to pop out, whipping on the old Timberlands and boot stomping it. It's not like I want to put it in my protein shake so I can get stem cells and drink it. I mean, besides, if you've seen a picture of like a fetus on like a napkin I swear to god it's the size of a booger <laughs> like it's not funny but it's the size of a of a booger like not not like a large booger but like, like a know. bean <laughs> a little bean yeah a little bean child um, but like for example though my girlfriend she's obviously a woman right it's crazy and she she's like She's full on like republic. Like she's not. You wouldn't think this about my girl. Like if anybody had seen my girlfriend, you would not think she's like a full on republican. But like she's like, yeah, fuck that. No, if you're pregnant, you keep it. I was like, damn, okay. I mean, I was there for you. Like, goddamn, like, yeah, woo. <laughs> Pussy power. Like, nah, she doesn't agree with that. Interesting. I figured women of both sides would be 
mainly pro-abortion. I figured instead of it being split along party lines, it'd be split majority based on gender. Yeah, you think, but... I mean, honestly, I don't think a, a man should have control over that. Like, lawmaking-wise, I don't think it should be even, like, a law. But that's just me. Yeah. And this... Like, people... I can understand the argument when it's, like, people in their 20s or something like, having an abortion and, like... Like, they really are mature enough and should have the, the contraceptive measures ahead of time. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah and, like birth control and plan B and condoms. At that point, they are reasonably responsible for that. But, like, some of the children that are, like, products of, like, rape and incest... and the, the Oh, yeah, fuck the, that. The, like, children that are being forced to... Like, it's literally a kid giving birth to a kid. That's insane. That should not be forced. Well, even then, if, it's, if they're, like, 20, 30 years old and, like, it's still a product of rape and incest, you should be able to abort it. Like, it's not your fucking kid. No. Like, the fuck? You didn't want that. So I don't agree with that. So me and Tyler say, yep, abortion's okay. Yep. That's, <laughs> we're the lawmakers now? But... That's, that's where they should, but unfortunately they and they're not. We can just go over a couple of different um sort of Now we can go over skill based match <laughs> <laughs> No. We can go over a few more of the like politically dividing policies that have been debated for quite a while. Uh another uh, one would probably be guns? Yeah, gun control. Yeah, we should use guns to shoot the little baby fetuses um, out of the yeah. vagina holes. No, I'm joking. Um, I'll give mine because my opinion on gu gun control and guns are short and sweet. Um, I feel like guns should be like a driver's license. You have to like go to like not the DMV, but I guess uh, the food, alcohol, and no, the alcohol, tobacco, and gun. They, they what if what's it, what's it called? ATF. You should go to the ATF and you know have a gun license. So, um, you have to go in there every, you know, a couple years to get a wellness check, background check, and um, gun safety, all that bullshit. Yeah. And then um, I feel like also like to buy ammunition, you have to have. You know, your ID card for that? Yeah, that that and would be... To buy, like, to buy magazines, scopes, and uh, foregrips. Like, military grade, I'm not talking about, like, airsoft grade, because airsoft grade is, like, plastic and battery operated. But, um, yeah, like, shit like that. You'd have to show your ID card and go through a background check at the gun store. Same with guns. You know, you shouldn't be able to go to an auction and just get a gun. It's kind of like, you know, out, like, outmaneuvering the system, in my opinion. 
like, oh, I have an AR-16 that was used in Vietnam. Better one, going once, going twice, boom, here's your gun. Like, because that makes sense. You know, you you just gave that gun to a deranged psychopath, and now he's going to shoot up an elementary school. Like, the fuck? Yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm sort of split on my decision regarding, like, un, not unlawful, but, what would you even call that? Unofficial gun trades? Like, you're not buying it in a, a licensed store? Gun store? Because, I w- for one, the gun stores could become corrupted in some form or way. I don't know how, but it's, some way they could get shut down. It's just the nature of them being the the only people it's that like the, it's like the It's like a restaurant, you know? Like, health inspectors come in. Boom, there's something wrong. That that bitch can shut down. Even had good food and good service and good everything. Boom. Like, fuck you. It's if we leave it only up to them, it's there's a single point of failure where I feel like gun gun stores should be government controlled. That's just my opinion, but I don't know. I don't think that helps because Well yeah, because there's there would be no point of failure like, is inside even corruption. Really? You think no, because the government I mean, be because it's corruption? state yeah i mean i feel like there'd be more incentive they might, for corruption. they might take your money <laughs> they might take your money and chip but like at least they won't fail to do a background check before they sell you know some jo- jeffrey dahmer a gun i don't know i think the government government can be corrupt and make mistakes as well i don't think involving them any more than they have to is a good idea. I mean, well, the ATF is already involved with every almost every gun store, tobacco store, and alcohol store, so well, it doesn't really matter. But honestly, in my opinion, just keep the guns away from deranged psychopaths and people that have men- mental illness, and do background checks and wellness checks. And, you know, gun safety checks every year. And if they don't do them, go to your house. The ATF will go to your house and take your guns until you do them. I agree with that. That's not infringing on anybody's Second Amendment right. It's just, I mean, which one would you much rather have? Would you much rather have a psychopath being able to buy an M16 and shoot up, you know, a fucking Walmart, or would you much rather be able to go grocery shopping in peace? <laughs> like, and not die. Like, I'd much rather not die, in my opinion. My opinion on it is that adding more laws only affects uh, lawful gun owners. <laughs> like, the deranged yeah, psychopath think, of, think Think about this, though. There's more unlawful gun owners than there is um, lawful. So then, how how you plan like, to stop these unlawful gun there, owners? Well, there's there, well, there's there's some cases that um, you know, if you're a felon, you're not allowed to have a gun, firearm, right? Yeah, and they can. There's some still cases get them where people that easily. yeah, they can. They literally through second like through somebody else buying it. 
and having the gun in their name. And then they just give them the gun. <laughs> I don't know what it was. There's like this YouTube short I watched. And it's like this autistic kid. And he went into a gun store. And he bought a, like, he bought a gun, bought a scope, and bought some ammo. And then he went outside and then gave it to some kid. And then the kid just rode off on his bike. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I what? don't know what it was, but... Oh, my God. I don't know. If it was more government-controlled and more controlled... Not even more government-controlled, just more controlled, like, with the background checks and shit like that, I feel like... I feel like it'd be okay. Like, obviously, there's still gonna be, like, gun crime, but I don't think there'd be that much. Like, not 200 school shootings every year. Maybe drop that number to, like, 25. I, I feel like anyone who has the motivation to, to do those things isn't going to follow any rules, regulations, and there it would be so easy to bypass them. Uh, yeah, but if they if they have a system where you you know, like like not even it's not even like like once you get the gun you're you're free to do with whatever you want with it, obviously, but I feel like if once a year you go into the ATF whatever the fuck right, you do a gun safety check, you know wellness check and background check, to update them, in the system and then link the system with every gun store. You know, I feel like it would make it a little more safer. And I personally believe that, like, private auctions and, like, you know, gun shows where you don't have to show ID or anything, you can just buy the guns, I feel like they should be banned. Like, I, I don't think that... What about individual or at least if, trading? Um, well, you kind of cannot stop that. But I think they have a system now where, like, the gun is has to be in somebody's name. So, like, if, if like, the ATF shows up at your doorstep, like, knock, knock, knock. Hey, surprise, let's go through your firearms. Oh, what's that? That's a gun not in your name? You owe a fine. <laughs> I think they do that anyways, so. I don't think they can do that right now. Because that well, is not right. It was a that's joke. Very but, like, but, the, but you do have to, you do have to, like, if you get caught with that firearm, you do have to make sure it's registered in your name. So, like, either way, they'll catch you. If you're doing shooting out, like, you know, a field, and the neighbor neighbor calls the cops on you, like, hey, is that license? Is that a firearm licensed in your name? Can't do that. I don't. I just honestly don't think any of that would help because some deranged individual could privately buy a weapon off of somebody for a very small amount of money, and literally the next day turn around and commit a crime. Like there is, like regular checks would only hurt and be invasive to people who own guns for long periods of time, which usually isn't the criminals, and, like, respect and make sure their guns are, as you suggested, I guess, registered with the system. I don't know. I guess I have more of a kind of liberal view on it, but I still like guns. <laughs> 
At least I don't want guns banned all the way, you know, yeah, like some people do. Because, like, unfortunately, guns are going to be a problem in this country because our country was built around guns <laughs> and the freedom to own guns. If it, if it wasn't for the First Amendment, the Second Amendment would be the First Amendment. <laughs> like, that's, like, one of the most important amendments ever. Like, people don't care about, you know, the free speech. They much rather own a gun. That's how serious that is. Yeah. I mean, the other thing we can talk about is taxes. All I gotta say is, no more. It's stupid. You give me the money back. Why Why are you needing my money? I understand why we need taxes. I just absolutely I, yeah, I despise like, why, why it is our... You know exactly how much I owe. Why is it my job to, like... Figure this out on Calculate. my own, and if I get it wrong, I go to federal prison. Just tell me the number I owe <laughs> for and four make years. Me pay it. I don't care. I mean, it kind of tells you, but like, not really. You do have to do some math. Like for mine, state taxes—they didn't give me anything. Only the federal government gave me money back. State gave me nothing. So, like, what's the point of even doing that? I wasted my time doing my state taxes. They weren't even going to give me anything back anyways. Did you do your taxes this year? Yeah. And then, like, and then like, you know, city taxes, they're also extremely bullshit. When do you have to do your taxes by? I don't know. Maybe you should figure that one out. I, I did mine right when I got my W-2 form. I don't even know if I have that. <laughs> well, you probably don't because you haven't been employed well i started working this year yeah this year yeah they wouldn't they won't do that until next year oh so i don't they have to pay it to you money until on it year. until next year no you, you only have to pay taxes if you work but you pay taxes the well then plus after. they got like food like they got taxes on groceries and shit too where the government is also taking money out plus the store like bruh one fact bowling is tax me on it yeah, which is well, the drinks are. Yeah, but like bowling <laughs> as the entertainment sport and the shoes not taxed in the slightest, which is absurd. I I don't understand. Yeah, taxes taxes. I don't even know why we're going over this because, I mean, it's cool. I, mean, I guess you get some money back from your income tax check, but. Taxes are whack. <laughs> Waxes. Yeah. So, do you like Jesus Christ? He's an individual. <laughs> <laughs> or do you like um, that one guy, Darwin? Charles? <laughs> Charles Darwin? The one and only. No, Darwin, no, the orange fish from Amazing World oh, Gumball. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's some science right there. That's not That's not God. No God um, would let the Amazing World of Gumball happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, so what's the which question? Which one do you follow? Oh. Religion... Or science. 
science all the I, way. I mean, I see, I see both sides of the um, the uh, spectrum. Yeah, I like, like, well, like we discussed before. I think we discussed this on a past episode, but um. So we can just go over it briefly. If if there, I believe it actually goes hand in hand. Really. I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe John, uh, Jesus Christ made the Earth. I believe the Big Bang theory happened, but I do believe spiritually that wherever, whatever you believe in, that is what happens to you. Like what? Because I believe there is multiple gods. You just have to believe in the god you believe in. Like for me, I believe that once you die, you'll be your soul is still you know. Your soul, your soul's in a you know it lives on for eternity or immortal, but you just you shed your shell and you go into a new shell. So I believe that I I believe in reincarnation, and I don't I. It's weird because I believe that there there is a Jesus Christ, kind of. But I don't, I don't believe that he's, like, you know, the guy that walked on water, turned water into wine, or blood, water into blood or whatever. I don't believe that stuff, but I believe that there is, like, an afterlife for souls that don't know really what they want. I, I don't know. I just, I just believe, I believe in reincarnation. I believe that once I die, I'll be reborn into a different baby, or I relive my same life. And whatever, you know, decisions that I make that would affect my life differently. That's one of the most it's kind of weird to think about. takes on religion that I've heard. Because m- most religions don't really want you to follow other Believe religions. In whatever, yeah. Also, fairly few believe in reincarnation so the ones that i do know of that do that hinduism don't necessarily want you to believe in other things so i don't think that the way you believe in religion has a formal I'm more of an atheist if anything but i'm not really an atheist i don't I, think you're i just believe in reincarnation atheist. i believe in reincarnation but i believe for other people it's whatever they follow that's what will happen to them like you know if you're christian you'll go to you know heaven or whatever if you are jewish you'll see yahweh and if you eat pork as a muslim you're going straight to hell (laughs) so then you're definitely not atheist atheist is just you specifically like i don't believe that that. yeah but like but i don't believe that though i believe in reincarnation so i believe that's and that's what will happen to me when my time comes. But let's just say, like, if you believe in, you know, Jesus, Christianity, Christianity, you'll, you, because you believe in it, you'll go see God, motherfucker. Yeah. Essentially, atheists, though, believe that there can't be a God. There's nothing. So, in order for you to think that way you you wouldn't be an atheist like there has to be at least something because i do believe i do believe that um there is lost spirits though because like obviously spiritual encounterings have happened they have been documented recorded and proven 
to happen. Um, but I mean that part's a little debatable. But... Well, I've I've had something happen. I guess it's story time. Um, so as you know, my well nobody knows this. My house is like three stories tall, four stories tall, and um. So, my little quote-unquote office is in the basement, right? So, I'm in the basement. My, I don't know, I, I, I forgot the story kind of, but my mom was upstairs and my dad was up, up upstairs. Like, my mom was in the kitchen and then upstairs again. My dad was in the shower, and apparently my mom heard me yell something, like, I don't even even know what happened, but it was so weird, because, like, my mom thought she heard me, and then she came downstairs and was like, yeah, and I was like, what, like? What do you mean? No, I'm like literally down here sleeping. (laughs) And then my mom went back upstairs and then she heard my dad say something upstairs in the shower. And she went upstairs, knocked on the door. She's like, yeah. And my dad was like, what? So. And no, my mom's not schizophrenic. (laughs) (laughs) So, I do believe in that there's there's spirits that are out there that are lost and confused. But, I don't know. I just, I have an interesting in-depth take of spirituality and religion. That kind of doesn't make sense, but... It certainly is interesting. That's because I don't... Yeah. I'm not like the normal Christian... As far as my take on religion, I pretty closely align with agnostic, which is just, I don't believe there, I don't really believe in a whole lot of anything, but at the same time, I don't believe that there isn't anything, so if at some point, yeah, that's kind of me, some point, I, think I, I think I align with that. Yeah, so at some point, I came upon some crazy realization or you know noah just rafted over to me or some shit or god you know came down (laughs) from the heavens like i would have no opposition to to be like okay that's accurate but like as it biblically accurate fucking creations (laughs) lovecraftian angels angels, like fucking (laughs) horrifying creatures or whatnot but like as it's big motherfucker as it stands i don't think there's any anything to support or disprove any religion in a meaningful way that i could see just none of it's convincing to me yeah i agree with that that's why i kind of align myself with um reincarnation because like all that just for a soul to disappear 
It's like, man, that that's just a waste of time. Yeah, the way I have been taught about religion is that it is a very easy and convenient way for people to cope, go about their daily life in a moral and ethical way, and have some like peace of mind and security that there will be something that happens to them. Whether or not this is based in fact doesn't really stop that they get a good benefit to their life and a sense of community out of being religious. So, I mean, all power to them as long as they don't infringe on anybody else or try to throw it onto anybody. What should they do? Yeah. You know how many pamphlets I get from fucking <laughs> Christians? I was witness. Like, I could just be shopping and I should just be fucking shopping at a grocery store and they'll give me a little pamphlet saying, Jesus loves you. <laughs> I don't know. I can understand like, why what? they like the idea of religion. It's just not for me. Yeah, it's not really for me either, honestly. And you know what else is not really for me? What? Outsourcing labor. <laughs> oh my god. We tried to write These down a couple of topics so... ahead of time, so we've been... Because we were really unprepared the past couple podcasts, and I've heard some not that great feedback about... that We've just been talking about a whole lot of nothing. So, we we decided to write some stuff down, and oh my god, the transitions! These these transitions are fucking smooth. Anyways, abortion. <laughs> Anyways, do you know do you know when I don't really like children getting shot? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. So, there's two different. Um, talking about children, there are two different paths we're going to go down one you know outsourcing labor and two child labor and our opinions and views about it so right right now i do agree with a lot of um i feel like corporations have put such a high overemphasis on outsourcing their labor into foreign markets that are dominated by children and extremely underpaid workers and communist <laughs> i don't necessarily <laughs> think that it is a problem politically where like if all of a sudden we cut ties with a certain country that we couldn't function that our shelves would be empty we we are plenty capable of being resilient and we were we were pretty i wouldn't say we were fully self-dependent but we created a lot of american-made goods before this sort of market shift towards let's get the cheapest labor somewhere Foreign else labor. so i feel like if we yeah. cut ties politically with with like say china or russia well, Russia, that's already yeah, done. Yeah, pretty much. But they don't really produce... They don't produce, material like... Material goods. Electronic. The only thing they do is... Natural resources. Literally like diamonds. Oil. Diamonds, oil, and um, vodka. 
But like, if we <laughs> cut ties with China, yeah, it'd be detrimental to our economy, but it wouldn't cripple Technology. us. It would. I think it would cripple us for a couple months, technology-wise, because we do outsource a lot of our like you know phones, cameras, chips, all that good stuff. We do outsource that to China, but it might be bad for the clothing market too. Now, no, actually, no, that's Vietnam. It's it's weird. We have like different countries to produce different shit for us. Like China produces like you know chips for our technology and tick, you know, all that good stuff. Meanwhile, Vietnam over here is making ripped jeans. But, um, I don't know. I feel like that uh, most, most products, like, I feel like they should be, like, I feel like we should bring them back to America, honestly, in my opinion. Like, to say if we were to cut off, completely cut off ties with China and, like, you know, Vietnam, like I'm, I, th- I guess Vietnam is now considered one of our allies, but like for a period of time, China was too. Like, not a hundred percent our ally, but like that's why we have trade with them now. But um, we, I feel like. So, for example, you know, Europe, when the uh, Russian-Ukrainian war kicked off, right? Well, before that, they, de- they de- like, you know, they needed Russian oil. Like, they depended on that. And now, since that war kicked off, they've been getting crippled because Russia isn't supplying them oil. Because they're supplying weapons to Ukraine. And because they just don't want Russian oil anymore. And that that is crippling them. Or was crippling them in the first couple months of the war. But now they're doing okay because they're exporting their oil for, through a different... Co- like, you know. Because Europe isn't really oil rich. It's not like an oil rich area. So I can understand why they have to export their oil, but like at the same time, that's a reason why they are, they got crippled after that war. So I feel like if we, like we do produce some things like, you know, chips for electronics and all that, we do produce some of it or a good chunk of it, but if we you know, depend on China for too much of it, I feel like once we, it's not if we cut off ties, it's when, when that happens or when a major war happens, I feel like we will, if we, if we, you know, rely too much on one country, because like America has a lot of things. We still have a lot of oil. We still have, you know, a lot of natural resources to produce these products even though our country doesn't want to, you know, do the oil thing, which I believe that if we were to do, you know, oil again, I believe our gas prices would be significantly lower, like a lot lower. And I, I feel like our economy would be much more fucking better because we can export that oil 
to Europe, which are, is our friends. But that's just me. That's just my opinion on it. People like are like me. Do not ruin any environment? Like bitch. Everything ruins the environment. So, honestly, I feel like if we rely too much on one country, like China, which is unstable and not politically aligned with us, or, you know, it's not aligned with us, I feel like we would get crippled. But, thank God we have the biggest military (laughs) yeah yeah so essentially what we've got going for us is that we can sort of stave off a lot of these conflicts just due to the sheer size of our military so i don't think it's that likely that major countries are gonna cut ties like that to us i don't think it's the size i feel like it's how advanced our military like we do have a lot of people in our military but, like, it's the how advanced our military is. Like, Russia is was considered the second largest army or best army in the world. And they can't even beat the 24th best army in the world. It's because, you know, they're not really advanced. They... They barely had guns that had sights on them. They were using iron sights. Well, that's a whole different thing. Russia's political... Like, behind the political walls, it's so corrupt back there that, like, the Russian military spent, I think in, like, what, 2015? $1 trillion to modernize and, like, equip its soldiers and stuff like that. And then now they're finding that that there's like Chinese tires that are low quality on Russian trucks and stuff and they you know fucking brake pop and all that the 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 plate like the the armor on the tanks that are added onto the tanks they're they're made out of a heavy material like a heavy plastic material and that the uh, body armor in the Russian troops is like just like a metal plate or their helmets are made out of like fucking plastic so that's that's where one trillion dollars went to modernize the russian military so i honestly i feel like if we went to war with russia i feel like we would have a a big nato member (laughs) and I don't know about that because it's less about how advanced and how much we spend on our military, but the fact that we just have so many nuclear armaments that, like, World War Three would just be horrific. So literally, yeah. no one wants to do it. It would just mean annihilation. <laughs> I mean, unless none of us, like, we sit down and make game rules, like, hey, okay, so this is how it's going to be. No nuclear weapons. All we do is just fight. Which, you know, there's going to be a dirty bomb somewhere. Well, the Geneva Convention only applies to the loser of the war. (laughs) So. Yeah. Yeah, World War III would be awful. It's never stopped anyone. 
War crime is war crime. <laughs> For example, America and Russia are the only countries that did not sign the treaty to ban um, to ban uh, clustered bombs. Fun fact, Syrian kids are still stepping on bomb fragments and exploding from cluster munitions. I believe they should be banned, but only the winners don't follow them. (laughs) I don't even understand the point of it at this point. We're playing such a strategic, specific military battle that cluster bombing, carpet bombing, whatever you want to do or call it, has very little practical purpose at this point. It's really shifted to targeted strikes from unmanned aircraft. Yeah, or like precision bombs. Like, like, I think the last war or conflict that really um, used a mass amount of, like, just, like, free-falling bombs... I don't know about, um... Probably Vietnam. Yeah. They just used dummy bombs and just dropped them. Because I don't think with Iraq, I don't think that they did that. I think that was more precision strikes from, like, F-11 or F-117s. Operation Just Cause or the invasion of Panama, I don't think... Panama is just, like, literally one big city. So I don't think they, you know, dummy bombed them. Granada, I don't think they did that there. They might, I don't know, they might have because it was closer to the, you know, Vietnam era. But, yeah, I think Vietnam was literally the last war to do that. Because I don't even think that's happening in Ukraine. I'm. Don't quote me on that, I'm not sure, but I don't think that they have, like, huge bombers just carpet bombing. I don't think so either, you know. because it's not really economically effective. And Like, yeah, sure, they might have dummy bombs, but, like, they're only dropping two at a time, not 64 in one <laughs> go-around. Yeah. It's not like Ukraine is defenseless against aerial attacks either. Yeah. But see, that's that's where carpet bombing comes in. Usually. Because, like, that's what they did with Vietnam. Like, they didn't know really know where the SAM sites were. So they just fucking... Yeah, that's another thing. Intelligence has become so much easier to obtain with drones and widespread satellite imaging. That you you really don't because, need to just guess where the enemy is. Not only that, but um, like in Vietnam, I think literally what they did was fly very fast aircraft down, and then they reported over radio, <laughs> like oh, targets are at this coordinate, <laughs> and they just fucking carpet bombed the whole coordinate. Yeah. Now they can literally drop a. Now they can really. Now they can literally drop a bomb on a pin. 
Like, I don't know, just fucking... War is wrong. War bad. I feel like there's other ways. War bad. War bad. War wrong. <laughs> I mean, guns is cool, but wow. war bad. <laughs> war bad. No, I don't think... I think dirty war is bad. Like, using nuclear weapons or even threatening to use them. I don't, I don't even... Nuclear weapons should have been one and done with Japan... Not even with Japan, but they should have been just not even conceived. It's a shame that, like, we live in a world where we have to be scared of the world ending because of just one armed conflict. That's kind of depressing. I mean, it is. So, anyways, like, outsourcing labor. <laughs> Yeah, back to that. That went, that went for a turn. Um, yeah, I do not agree. I feel like I feel like we can outsource some labor, but not fully depend like what we're doing now. Yeah, it's it doesn't on... it doesn't really help the people overseas. It doesn't help us because we feel bad about it. And well, no, it helps them. It's it's only like a win win for them. Like they get money. And they're still getting paid like get, shit and have horrible work. Well, yeah, conditions. but the company itself, the company itself, the isn't getting problem. paid like shit. Yeah, and we don't even see it really as lowered prices over here. You think they export and like make a little little Timmy in the factory in China? They <laughs> make an iPhone X. It doesn't cost them twelve dollars to pay Timmy to make this iPhone X. <laughs> they're just they're just using it to cut down on costs, which they just use for their own profit margins. We don't see a lowered price because of it. <laughs> they're charging the same prices but paying less for work. Yeah, basically. Okay. I feel like we've talked enough oh. about child labor, child and slavery, and the press. <laughs> child slavery. So, uh, so the camera that little Timmy made. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, the camera that little Timmy made, uh, is being used to, uh, take pictures of OnlyFans models on, um, Twitch streamers that show their tits off. Um, so, this topic, um, female Twitch streamers and OnlyFans, um, that's the name. <laughs> Yeah, that's the name. Uh, so I, I honestly feel like I feel like we're gonna start off on the Twitch side of it because it's a little right. more piece like you know friendly, content friendly. Um, I personally believe that you shouldn't be allowed to sit in a hot tub almost naked and be able to get away with that. 
I don't think it's that bad on Twitch. It's not that bad, but like... like... I just don't think that they should... They have pretty strict policies for what you can say, what you can wear, what you can do. But they explicitly choose not to enforce it. I think we've talked about this. I think we even talked about it last podcast. Yeah, they enforce... um, I noticed this. They enforce... like. They're, they don't enforce a lot of their things especially to certain people. Especially the Twitch booby streamers. Like, yeah, like, Alinity, like, I don't know, like, Amaranth, like, oh, a- a- Amaranth oh, for sure. Like, she literally, all she does is just show off her ass and tits. Alinity accidentally flashes the camera. Amaranth is there just... You know, fucking... Racking in the money. <laughs> Racking in the money with her rack. Yeah. People just will pay um, absurd amounts of money just to sort of, like, say her name or write write their name on her body or some shit. I don't know. It's just like, man. Like, isn't there somewhere else? Oh, wait, you have an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> like... You have to do it. Yeah, some of the, I I Twitter forget exactly what it was, but at some point there was, at least one or two streamers, that had two cameras going at once, where they were clothed up top on their Twitch stream, completely naked <sighs> on the bottom, on like, OnlyFans or some other, tube site. <laughs> Red tube. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, literally getting paid absurd amounts of money to just sit there. Um. And I don't even think it's it's a uh, problem that stems from rules. It's It's a problem that stems from the mindset that people have and are willing, the lengths they're willing to go for content. Like they're I mean, keep in mind these ladies these ladies get harassed, stalked, etc. in real life, but yet like and that's the reason why they get stalked and harassed, because they just like freely like, you know, sh- pop their titties out. And like I don't know. It's just bad. Like I don't think like, they deserve to be They don't deserve it, but like it it's it's just what happens because you know, the people like... that they attract with what they do. The people that pay significant amounts of money for OnlyFans, they're just a special breed. Oh my breed god, it's like $13 a month and multiple people. Why would you pay that much? To it. There's nothing on their body that's worth 13 a month. Oh my god. Literally, Google is your friend, homeboy. So much for yeah, just like I can either confirm or deny that. <laughs> but yeah, Google is your friend. There's a lot of leaked stuff. Like once one person buys it, you don't think that they're just gonna rebuy it? No, they're gonna fucking screenshot it, save it. Like even though it's against copyright stuff, but it doesn't matter. They're still gonna do it. Yeah. But I, I just think it's cringe, honestly. 
Like, you have an OnlyFans, do it on your OnlyFans, you know? Believe it, though. And then OnlyFans? Who? That's... You know, the, the owner of OnlyFans once said that it wasn't supposed to be like that. <laughs> yeah, it was not like, a porn site. He, it was sort of like It was more, more like a... You paid... Yeah, like you pay to get content. You pay for content. Yeah, not cameo. Cameo is a bit. I like it. Cameo. Like no, a YouTube. A pr- thing. Like what's that new YouTube? Like a premium subscription that you can do, like, like a... join the channel or whatever. Premium, I think. It is not YouTube Premium. I think it's YouTube Premium. Fuck! What is it? But you can oh, like join I... onto a channel. Yeah, and get I, yeah, I know. yeah, and you, yeah, like. Like you get, you can see some videos that um, yeah, exclusive know, content, early release, that sort of. Yeah. And it feels like there's a million of those popping up now that the business model has been proven. It's like the new battle pass for content creators. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just a new way of making money that is just taken over the market by storm. Now everyone's copycat. Copycatting it? No, I... I don't know. You know, I made a joke. I think I tweeted this out before. That I'm, I'm gonna start an OnlyFans and just sell feed pics. Deadass, people would probably buy that. Like, not mine, but like... You know. Shit, I'd buy... weird. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> it's just weird to me. I don't know. Like... It's just, I don't know. I don't really. There wouldn't I don't be. There wouldn't it. be a market for it, and it wouldn't have blown up if people weren't buying it. So just stop buying it. I don't get it. It. It's <laughs> the same stuff with um. Microtransactions. If you don't, if you don't support a company's business practice. Why are you still playing their game and spending money on them? I just don't understand. Exactly. If you hate it so much, stop. They'll get the... No amount of Twitter <laughs> ranting will will make them listen. They do not care. They paid some poor intern to read all your tweets, if they even do that. It's probably a bot. The only way the... The corporate executives will ever change anything about their marketing strategy at this point since they have it so fine-tuned is if it stops making money and it's not going to stop making money if no one stops buying that yeah pretty much no one wants yeah. your goofy out battle pass i don't want to have to pay 15 bucks just to have no motivation halfway into this season and then get no cosmetics out of it, not get my money's worth. That I like, rather. Like, there's no cosmetics that you like. Yeah. Siege has, it's an interesting one, because they have a battle pass where you get to choose, like, which path you take and what you get. And it seems like a lot of battle passes are leaning that way, where you get to go down either a cosmetic tree like in Siege or Deep Rock Galactic, a little indie game. But I know Fortnite has got like 
it goes through tiers and you get to choose individual things. But it's like, it seems like it's leaning in that direction, which is nice. But it's it's still a battle pass. Yeah. I can get it that free games need to market via microtransactions. That's the only way they can make money. But $60 AAA games like Siege, you, Siege is not free. There should be no reason why it is that heavily dependent on microtransactions and very predatory business models. Yeah, that, well, that's like a lot. There's that's a lot of games. <laughs> I'm not even gonna get started. There's a lot of games that are sixty dollars that are just pay to win still. Like not even, not even you know triple A games. I'm talking about like, I mean, I guess Ace Combat is a triple A game. Like I literally bought a jet. Right, so like, you know, the normal, the, the max amount of homing missiles they can lock on a target is six, right? There's a jet from like an older Ace Combat game that you could buy for the, for the on that game. And literally, you can launch 16 missiles at one fucking target. Like, bruh. Come on. It's like, that's fair. That, that stupid bowling app that I was talking about. Yeah. There is a there's an entire metric that you can upgrade, primarily with um, buyable currency. That it, it, without any skill, any more difficulty to the game, your pins will just carry more. They'll be more bouncy or whatever. It's called power as a statistic, as a stat that you can upgrade. I don't understand. How does that make sense? You can just pay for your pins to, like, explode harder? Bro. What is the point? Oh, my God. Yeah, like, God. in War... Th like, also in War Thunder. Like, um... <laughs> like, granted... The grind on War Thunder is, like, extremely difficult... But, like, I can literally buy a jet and just go in and play the game. Like, bruh. I don't think it should, I don't know. It is what it is. I just, how did we get to this? Weren't we talking about, like, OnlyFans? OnlyFans? Both are predatory marketing. I think we were making, I think, I think we were, um... I don't even know. Point is, you shouldn't pay for shit that's stupid. <laughs> don't be dumb. Twitter rants will get Save you nowhere. Make every decision you want with your wallet, not your mouth. Not your balls. Yeah. <laughs> not make make decisions not with your balls but with your mind yes go further beyond um my last topic stuck sticking on the game side of things is skill-based matchmaking horrifically controversial 
And something that I think me and you will have pretty different opinions on, if I'm being honest. Yes. <laughs> I already know, yes. So, I like to see stuff from a game developer's point of view. I like reading developer logs, watching interviews from game developers, because it's something that I'm genuine, genuinely considering as a computer science major that I could end up in a gaming industry and having to make some of these decisions that I do not think that skill-based matchmaking is bad for games as a whole and my reasoning behind that and I think it's we're pretty well divided as to it's it's almost like political compass are you with yes. or against skill-based matchmaking? And the the reasons have been the same. There's no, since there's the end no of time. medium. There's no meat. Like, they, they, there's it's no all, medium. It's either there or not. Yeah. The, and there's there's just pros and cons. And so for skill-based matchmaking, it's the newer players that get in there are not going to be steamrolled by high-level players that are much better skilled than them and you'll get a lot of newer players introduced into the game and once they start getting good they'll play against better people but i can see it from the other point of view if you'd like to explain that and here's my point of view so back in the day <laughs> in black ops one two and i think three and like hell even in like Call of Duty World War Two. there wasn't, like, shit where, you know, like, you just got good and you sucked it up. You know, because, like, here's my, here's my philosophy on it. I don't give a shit about, I do. I don't personally like it. But my philosophy on skill-based matchmaking is this. It's okay for the first couple rounds, but once you get hang of it, Turn that shit off. It's like, how the fuck can people get better at a video game if they don't have a challenge? You know what I mean? Like, if, like, skill-based matchmaking to me is like, okay, I get better, and then I get put up to people that are in my class, and then I get, and then I beat them, right? And then I just move up to the next class, and then you know, get my ass kicked in that class, and then I get good. Like it's just like it's a, it's a, it's a never-ending cycle of getting my ass kicked, and then kicking their ass, and then going up to the next level of it, and then getting my ass kicked again. I feel like that little bitch that just hopped on the Modern Warfare Two for the first time ever in his life, getting the N-word screamed at me. Every game I play. It's like it sucked ass. Like Modern Warfare like 2019. I was good at that game, but like if I if, let's just say I didn't have previous experience playing Call of Duty and I wasn't good at playing Call of Duty, skill-based matchmaking would have fucked me up. It's like it's fucking stupid. And it, 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 it's worse that skill-based matchmaking has to do with the party leader. Because, like, when you were the party leader on, on, on Siege, 
yeah, like on Siege, my first time playing Siege, right? Mm-hmm. I did good, but regardless of the fact, let's just say I wasn't a good first-person shooter player. Dude, I would have never, ever, ever learned how to play that game <laughs> properly. It's just like fucking stupid. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, it really. I think it's. It actually adds to the experience for most people because, without any skill-based matchmaking. It it's essentially. You load into a lobby. Let's say it's battle royale. You load into a lobby. 60 to 100 people. If there is a whole squad of basically pro players that just so happen to be in your lobby, it doesn't matter how good you're doing right now, you're going to lose based on random chance that that those pro players were in your lobby. The game has already been decided. You're not going to win. Yeah. That's... That's not a fun feeling, and that's why people that's wonder why, why skill based match. Like, why am I being paired against these people? That, and that's why I agree partially that skill based matchmaking should be involved with the first couple. You know, not first couple, but like you know, twenty, thirty games you play, and then after that, you know, it's kind of like a free for all. You could have a sweat on your team, and then you can have, like, you know, I just got out of skill-based matchmaking area, you know, type. <laughs> Look at me. I, and I, I feel like it would be good. That's how it was, and I didn't really have a problem with it back then. I don't know why it's a problem now all of a sudden, but, I mean, I can see, I can see why people like skill-based matchmaking, but... It's more like, it's like my religious point of view. I don't mind it, right? But i much rather just not have it. Because I miss where I could destroy kids in a, in a Call of Duty lobby on a TDM and drop like a 30 bomb. Like, I miss being able to do that. <laughs> Without, you know, having somebody kill me. Because they're just as good as me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see the logic in that. Like, yeah, you get to have a fun time, but it's at the expense of people who aren't good. Like, are still Fuck trying em. to learn the game. <laughs> you know, as as somebody once said to me in a Call of Duty match before, just get good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't... People are trending towards not spending as long on individual games. They're bouncing between games a lot quicker now. And that... Having some audience retention is necessary for having your game succeed. And with... So let's say for the first 25-30 matches like you were saying they have skill based matchmaking and then once they get thrown to the wolves after that point they're still gonna be bad 
against the people who've been playing forever. They're just going to get stomped every round until they get lucky enough to be the best people in the lobby, and then they're going to drop ton of kills like how is that satisfying playing against people who are worse than you i i, I honestly mean, um... like the challenge of being like man that was a really close fight and i don't know i sort of applaud the system every time it's really close and i can feel like man we just barely won or lost that even even if i'm not you know going on crazy streaks it's, it's more satisfying I don't know, it's just all, it depends on the game, like you said, really. Honestly, I don't feel like it belongs in Call of Duty. But, like, games like Siege, I believe that it kind of, you know, belongs. It's just, it depends on the game, really, What's, what's the distinction the the for you? It's just like, I don't know, Call of Duty, to me, is just a different breed of first-person shooting. It's It's not... It's not really a stealthy game. It's not like a, you know, you have to be well thought out and smart to play it. And like, one wrong movement could get you killed type game. I feel like Call of Duty, it's not like a battlefield. You know what I mean? Where you have to like, be very strategic. It's more of like a run and gun game. It's more like arcadey type feeling. And I just don't believe it belongs on that kind of game. I can understand that. Because after, like, 30 minutes playing Siege, you're kind of still a noob. Meanwhile, you can learn the tactics and controls and really how to operate on Call of Duty in 30 minutes and destroy and get, like, second place, third place in your lobby. I've pr so... On, continue. Yeah, well, I was, I was done, okay. but yeah, like... I've, I've personally found that in games where you have a higher time to kill and you ha you have um, less less it's less about um, exactly where you were standing and more about gunplay and overall skill those are the games where skill based matchmaking is most severe so games like apex and overwatch i think have incredibly aggressive skill-based matchmaking oh yeah for sure such to the point where i think in apex it needs to be more of a running average instead of fuck at this point it feels like apex it's your last last One... five games is the only metric it uses like, if Literally. you win, and then you get stomped, <laughs> and then you lose five times, exactly. and then you win. Like, it's no problem. It's super and that's aggressive. What's, and, and, and almost every game, that is what skill-based matchmaking feels to me. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's really toned down in COD, and I, I honestly think it works. The past couple... Yeah, I, I think it works in COD a little bit, but, like... I don't know, something to me, just, I miss the, just the old, old kind of, you know, I can fucking drop a 30 bomb. Like, I can understand but, people but, getting upset at, like, 
having Preds in their lobbies as bronze and silver in ranked Apex. But, like, like the past two Modern Warfares that I've played, Black Ops for, um, fuck. God, there, I know there was a fourth COD that I played. Cold War. Those, those past four CODs for me, all skill-based matchmaking, and I think it worked very well. It felt like a... Sometimes it didn't work, but, like, more often than not, you were having not steamroll-level games. Okay, Black Ops 4 was kind of shit with skill-based matchmaking. Yeah, that... But, yeah. like... <laughs> Because I think that was the first one that was um, ever... Um, it had it kind of wrong. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, that was the first time it was actually introduced, I'm pretty sure. But, like, Modern Warfare is, like... I don't know. It wasn't that big of a seam roll half of the time. Like, if... There were some really satisfying games where it came down neck and neck. Like, individual gunfights mattered. And I, I really liked that. I think it adds a lot to the game. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't. I, I just personally do not like. Or I do if it's really fine tuned that where I couldn't notice it, but if it's like Apex where I do one game, and I just get into a lobby that is just sweaty and disgusting. Because I did good on one game, I, I do not like it, one bit. Well, well, I think that's. Uh, I feel like it's a good place to leave off the last episode of this season, season yep. uh, episode ten. Um, good stopping point. A good stopping point. Um. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Subpar Gamers Podcast. Um, please show your support by liking, following, subscribing, or you know, doing whatever you do on whatever platform you watch on to show your support. Leave your comments below. We read them. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, don't. <laughs> I do. That's too much work for me. Um, Scroll down to the description of this uh, episode and follow our link tree. And uh, yeah, you can follow our social media platforms respectively at Hey It's Def. Tie Jinx Official. And yeah. That's about it. Good good way to wrap up the season. Yeah, totally. This is totally not a retake. And we yeah, definitely not. had 10 more minutes of content, but my shit's being stupid um yeah all right i'm done <laughs>